I'm kind of new to this Christian walk, and, and as when you when you submerge yourself into it, and you really pursue it, and you really try to stay consistent, some things get revealed to you, and there's all these wonderful things that come to mind, but sometimes sometimes people just don't understand it because they're just not in that place yet. Because there were times where I wasn't in that place yet, and I just didn't understand the things of God, right? So I'm going to read this devotional. Um, this is from Jesus Calling. Um, and I'm going to kind of, you know, pastor's going to speak about today about opposition in the family. And mine is opposition of self, because I can relate to that. A lot of my issues or a lot of the things that I struggle with are self or a lot of, you know, not just me, but a lot of people. So just just kind of bear with me here as I read this and I'll, and I'll kind of explain to you how I think it's supposed to be read and felt. And um, so this the devotional starts with, it says, I am all around you. And this is Jesus, of course, calling or speaking to us like a cocoon of light. My presence with you is a promise, independent of your awareness of me, meaning whether you believe it or not, he's around you. He's independent of our awareness of us. Many things can block this awareness, but the major culprit is worry and condemnation. Okay, I'll, I'll briefly talk about that and what that means. My children tend to accept worry as an inescapable fact of life. However, worry is a form of unbelief. Who is in charge of your life? If it is you or us or me, then you have good reason to worry. But if it is I, Jesus, then worry is both unnecessary and counterproductive. When you start to feel anxious about something, relinquish the situation to me. Back off a bit. Redirecting your focus to me, I will either take care of the problem myself or show you how to handle it. In this world, you have, you will have problems, but you need not to lose sight of me. So a lot of these things, as I read these things, a lot of them are, are easier to read than to actually accept. Uh, I, I guess I could start with, this week has been a week of, of, of complacency for me. And as you, as you start this walk, you encounter times where this complacency if you're able to recognize it, would draw you to God, or the complacency would draw you away from God. So, this week has been where I find myself today on this Sunday, and I'm like, you know, Felix asked me this, this past Sunday, asked me to do this, and today I didn't even feel like coming to church. I was like, I just, I, I, I didn't feel like I could really come to talk to you guys and really explain what I felt and, and how am I supposed to, you know, elaborate and things like that. But my, my continual seeking of God has allowed me to recognize that I need to be here because it's his will, not mine. And that forces me out of bed, and that gets me to the places that I need to go and speak to how I need to speak and say the things I need to say, and, and, and I just allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me. Now, some people may understand that, and some people may not. And I understand that because it takes time to get to the places of where I may have an understanding of God as opposed to where others. But we're all on this journey together. One thing that I've learned from my mother from, from, from a while now is she just tells me all the time, celebrate the small victories and enjoy the journey. Because this is what it is. It's a journey. We have our ups. We have our downs. Enjoy the journey. If you, if you learn to enjoy the journey, you learn to recognize that you can fight through the problems and things do get better. If you continue to seek and fight and seek for his presence. 
we all get times where we get drawn away. We have seasons of we just don't want anything to do with God. We have seasons where we want to just get anything away. We don't want to even want to listen to worship music. But it always draws us back to Jesus. Now, this is, this, this is easier said than done when it talks about this where it says, many things can block this awareness, but the majority of, of the culprit is worry and condemnation. This is when it comes to self, opposition of self. So worry, yes, it's a sin. And I know it's kind of weird that it sounds like that, but it's, it's a form of unbelief. So the minute we start to worry, then we don't really believe God's promise. The minute we start to worry, then we really don't believe that, that the, what the word is true. So we have, we have a decision to make. Are we going to believe this dialogue today? Or are we going to believe what the enemy wants us to believe, which is we're worthless and we just can't get anything done? Because there is a season where, where our talents can take us somewhere. Yes, we have talents. We can get jobs. We can go do the things we need to get done, take care of the kids, go to grocery shopping, do what we need. Those are the talents God has given us. God doesn't have to hold our hand for everything. But your character and your spirit can make you fall from your talents, can make you go back to where, to desperation. I speak from experience. Had, thinking I had it all figured out, had it all figured out, that, you know, I, I was a man and, and, and I had education. I, could, I, I didn't need anything. I didn't need God and, and I didn't want to find my own way. And until so situations came about, failed relationships happened, you get to this part where you just... There's a, it, the, the word, and, and, I, and I love how Pastor Felix explained to me. He said, the first, the word, is like a mirror, and it makes you see who you really are. And at first, you don't like it. No one wants to be told that they're just, they're rebellious, that their hearts are not the way God designed them to be. And it, so it, it's, it's, it's a difficult transition, but when you accept that, it's a beautiful thing because then you go on that journey. So that's the worry part. And I always say this, it's okay to worry. It's okay to worry for a day. It's okay to worry for two days. But it's not okay to worry for 7, 10, 15 a month. That's not okay. We're humans. It's okay to be mad one day or a spouse or a person. But it's not okay to be mad for 7, 10 a month and hold grudges. That's not okay. It just keeps, it keep, it keeps you in this place of just, of you can't accept where you can't hear from God. Those moments where you just, you're angry. You can't hear from Him. You can't. Then you get to the condemnation part, which is huge, 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 huge. And I'm not here to bash on people and saying people are bad because we, we're all, there's great people here and I, I'm good too. And no one, has, no one has intentions to harm anybody else. But the bottom line is, is that we have an inner self that is opposed to God. That's why he came for our sins. Otherwise, Jesus was a waste of time. He came here for a reason. Now, here's, here's another shocker. People don't go to hell for their sin because God took care of sin. People go to hell for not accepting Jesus Christ. And all of us here have accepted him. Now the journey begins where we go, okay, now this is, this is where I'm at right now in my walk with God. I've accepted Jesus Christ, right? Or at least I've accepted it to myself. So where do I go from here? Well, now I have to live life. I have to find a way to provide. I have to, and it's a consistency. It's a seeking that goes every single day that you will find. As you find the treasures, I promise you, if you seek, you'll find things in here that you just never even thought were possible. I, I'm, I, I can't explain it in words. And all I can do is plead. If you just seek, it's something that just comes inside. And as you're broken, the things just come together and you understand things. And guess what? During that journey, you will fall. You will. It's inevitable. But God will never give up on you. 
He won't. Don't give up on yourself. People are counting on you to do things. People are counting you to do, get things done. And, and you know, it, it's just it's something at the end of the day that everyone here individually will have to choose on their own. But what we do as a church is we love you no matter what. Just this week, I could have handled things better. And today I'm over here supposedly trying to show you how, how, how this Christian life works. But two, two, three days ago, I could have handled the situation way better. And I didn't. So it's not about take, taking tallies or making things, you know, how, how good I've been or how bad I've been. Sin will have its consequences, whether we like it or not. Sin will provide jail time. Sin will provide, you know, poverty. It has its consequences. But the good part is, is that, that as we go through this journey, we have each other to lean on. And we have each other to talk to. Or when I'm down, I'll call Felix or, or whatever it is. Or you, or you have family or you have that network or you get together. Please, don't get me wrong. God, life, God wants you to enjoy life. He wants you to enjoy the pleasures of people and relationships and, and, and food and culture and music. Those are all great things. But don't make that your number one thing because without that, without, here's, 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 here's how I see it, okay? I cannot, and I'm not married, but I cannot really love my future wife if I don't put her, if I don't put Jesus in front of her. Why? Because Jesus loved me at my darkest. So I've experienced the love that I shouldn't have. That makes me a better person. It makes me want to be faithful to someone. It makes me want to get up after I've fallen because that's, 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 he, because he gives his undeserved favor. And once you understand that it's undeserved, your inclination for that temporary pleasure is not going to outweigh what the plans God has for you. That temporary this or that, whatever it is, it's not going to outweigh what he has in store for us. And once you have that, that bondage is broken. It took me a while going from high school, you know, and and then, you know, not seeing Jesus as a man. I didn't want to bow down to any man. And then going going through college, which I, you know, you know, and to be honest with you, in college is college. You know, it was it was it was fun. But it it, it put me on a road to not just just to fail relationships. And so the minute you realize that that he is your savior is when things start to move. And guess what? You'll, you'll have that, 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 that fire in you for a couple months and weeks, and then here comes the next opposition, self or family. So here's the last part. <clears throat> here's, a, here's a good part. It says, when you, when you start to feel anxious about something, relinquish the situation to me. This is the hard part for us. Back off a bit. No one wants to do that. I know I just want to get it done. Redirecting your focus to me. Well, how do we do that? Let's, let's seek what God has to say about this situation. What is it that the word has to say about this situation? And it says, I will either take care of the problem myself or show you how to handle it. We have this, this, this initial motivation we have this thing about us that we just want to get things done we don't want we don't want any pain we don't want any, we don't want to just we just want to get through it just want to be over we just want to be happy well guess what there is joy in suffering why because the suffering part makes you appreciate the things that matter 
And this last part here says, in the world you will have problems. We all know that, right? But you need not to lose sight of me. And I'm just, I'm going to, um, this last part, which it always gives you a scripture. She, she, she gives you this, she gives you a scripture to kind of base it on. And it's John 16, 33. And just, just the last part, which I love, it says, For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of its power to harm you and have conquered it for you. What does that really mean? Well, the fact of it is, is that that day on Calvary, all those people that put him to death, it was all of us. Just think about it. Someone comes today and here in this room and says, I'm the Messiah. Are we really going to believe him? All right. After all this, and, and, uh, and we understand the majority of how this works, one thing I plead with you is consistency. Keep fighting for the things that matter most, which is family, love. Fight for those things. And remember, God wants you to enjoy life. Enjoy it. it, it go out there. Seek. Discover. Develop. Keep growing. Don't stop. If you feel you're unworthy, <laughs> we're all unworthy, but God is a faithful God and He's full of love. That's all I have. Thank you.